0: check okay. Well. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and now you got not completely satisfied. A few words from <laughs> better never in your neighborhood. <laughs> You'll be amazed. <laughs> Every Hey guys, and welcome to another episode here on RX Radio, a podcast about everything pharmacy. In today's episode, we chat with, a, with the owner of an independent pharmacy, where we talk about the pros and cons of owning an independent pharmacy and what the future is going to be like with Amazon possibly entering into the drug supply chain. Mike, thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time to uh, sit here and talk to me about uh, pharmacy today. I really appreciate it. Um, wanted to start off by just having you tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Um, well, I started back, uh, grew up in, grew up in pharmacy, I guess my whole life started back. Um, my dad, my, actually my grandpa started this pharmacy, um, about when he passed away, my dad took over and about when my dad passed away, we worked together for a number of years is, um, is when I, is when I took over. So we call it a family pharmacy, but, um, more so we are a um, we're run by one family member as a benevolent dictatorship so <laughs> nice. we i've i've learned a long time ago i don't really care for you know partners and um i've never had the opportunity but i but really not wanting to be with family partners uh even more so cuz that can get kind of messy so yeah so we run a pharmacy um for the last uh probably 25 years. I was, I was a a huge part of the day to day. And then, uh, just through, I guess, um, maybe getting a little crabby in my old age or, or smarter. I, um, about two years ago, I put in a layer of management. So I've got, um, like three people that I'm really dealing with day to day. One is my chief pharmacist. One is my uh, chief operating officer. And then third would be my chief revenue officer. So instead of dealing with, you know, 5,000 customers and 50 employees, I'm pretty much exclusively talking to these three people. A lot of computer, a lot of computer communication Mm -hmm. uh, day in and day out. Um, I'm still very, um, uh, sociable with the rest of the team and know them and and hi how you doing and those kind of conversations but haven't had to deal with any um employee uh issues for the last you know couple years which is nice which allows me to do some more things that i that i enjoy uh in pharmacy and things that have sprouted off from the pharmacy.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you're honestly, it sounds like you're living the dream right now. I think uh, that's something a lot of us would, you know, aspire to, uh, you know, to be at in the careers and uh, to be at a point where. It
1: it kind of is, because one thing I liked about pharmacy my whole life is I, what what I loved about pharmacy was that it was that I, I did get to wear many hats. I got to wear marketing hat and the business hat and those kind of things. Unfortunately, as, as time, and uh, maybe not unfortunately, but as time goes on, um, you I want to spend more time on the things I like, but every day there was something new at the pharmacy, whether it was a issue with you know someone's billing or even even just an employee issue of. You know, someone's having a hard time at home and all those kind of things. And I don't I don't wanna make myself sound like a cold person, but anytime mm-hmm. you're dealing with those kind of things, it's taken away from some of the neater hobbies that you found maybe associated yeah. with even with the pharmacy business.
0: Especially if you care. You know, if you're a caring individual, I mean it's something that, you know, will definitely, you know, take a toll on you.
1: Well, you know, and I'm and I, I do care, but I'm not Mother Teresa. I mm-hmm. don't care so much just for the sake of caring. I, I probably cared because it was, um, I probably cared, some, I'm joking, you know, somewhat, but I probably cared in a selfish way because the more that the team um, realizes that I care and I care about their home life and and I care about, uh, you know, what's on their mind, the more you can kind of let them know you care and the more that... Um, the more they can get off their chest i guess it allows the whole operation to speed up because you're then able to say all right you know i know your dog died i hugged you on that already now let's get down to business yeah, you know yeah, you, can, you can you can speed through things yeah. once 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 you both are on the same wavelength of what life baggage is there it just makes the day the, the day move at a quicker pace. And, and for, for us an in independent pharmacy, I think one of our, our, our benefits is, um, is, is that speed, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. our, our pivot speed that we have and that helps just with better communication.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely uh, in deep contrast to, you know, working for like a bigger chain or, or, um, you know, being the manager of a bigger chain is uh, the red tape that's in place and, and the lack of speed in terms of, uh, uh, whether it's a new service or whether it's reacting to something. And,
1: um,
0: uh, but what, what what has the, uh, what has been probably, would you say is like the toughest part though, of, of owning, of owning an independent pharmacy is
1: probably the toughest part has been, this is, I guess, cliche. The toughest part has been the, um, dealing with the pharmacy benefit managers and, and their dominance on things. I know that, um, Without the insurances, years ago we probably never would have had the revenue that we have now, um, and drugs in general may not have sold as well as are selling now. But um, but it's it's hard to it's hard to stomach some of the some of the th- um, things that you see coming through from the pharmacy benefit managers as far as reimbursement and things like that, mm-hmm. and a lot of times. I think what bothers me the most of that is maybe not so much, maybe not so much the pricing behind it, but just sometimes you, sometimes you feel maybe like you're not the, you're not the entrepreneur anymore. You're kind of the, um, the B word, you know, you're kind of, the yeah, um yeah, I get it. you know, you're, 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 you're kind of you're like playing this, their like, game you're kind of just like doing things for them yeah. you know you're running around for them so i i think that's the part that maybe takes away a little bit of that um entrepreneurship besides that um besides that i i i, I really enjoy the whole i really enjoy the whole the whole operation um and again um, some things I enjoy more. And so now I'm kind of living the dream of being able to do some more of those things that just seem to bring me a little bit more energy than, than you know, suck energy out of me.
0: So uh, so it's, it sounds like, you know, living the dream, it sounds like that's probably, uh, would you say is that the most rewarding part of, you know, the journey? Yeah, probably the most
1: rewarding part now is, um, I mean, there, there was a ton of rewarding things along the way, meeting a lot of people and and gaining a lot of experience and, and things like that. Probably the, probably the right now, my dream, my, my concern had always been growing up and being bored. And mm-hmm. so right now living the dream for me right now just means that I can think of something, whether it's a, um, whether it's a social media post or, or writing a page of a, of, you know a blog or a book or or looking something up or deciding that I want to buy a new thing for the pharmacy technology wise or something I can pretty much I can pretty much run and do those things almost like within minutes of just kind of like a little kid in a, in a toy store yeah, doing yeah. some of these things where <clears throat> where sometimes even I, I'm not I'm not behind the pharmacy bench a lot now but maybe twice a month I'm behind there and that that drives me it drives me crazy really not so much that I dislike that work but that I'm it's like it's like are you kidding me I've got a, have gotta I've gotta check these eight prescriptions when right at this minute I want to go online and look something up that, <laughs> that's interesting me so yeah. that, that's that's just the dream for me of just being able to have some of that um Time to let my mind wander.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, it's definitely something too. I think that uh, <clears throat> some folks of of the younger generation can aspire to and 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 try to get to at their point where they can own their own pharmacy, uh, whatever form of pharmacy that may be in the future. Uh, to be able to, I, I would say, you know, live life on their terms is, is what it sounds like. And
1: yeah, and I think so. And and, and I guess I've, I've never really verbalized it, but I guess my terms is is micro terms. You know, it's not like. It's not like I'm concerned because I want to run off to, you know, Hawaii or something like mm-hmm. that. It's just just on a micro level. I want to do something in the next 90 seconds that I couldn't have done in the next 90 seconds if I had to be doing this at that time. So just little little simple micro pleasures throughout the day, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, we met on social media and uh, which I think is Crazy to really think about, even and, and to think of how we're even able to do this right now. Uh, I wanted to get your take on social media I- integration into into pharmacies uh, and and why that's important.
1: Yeah, social media. Uh, just a little background for me. Social media is just fascinating for me because I, I realize I spent a lot of time since actually I was brand new in the business uh, back 25 years ago. My my dad did my dad did a lot of advertising but not it it seemed like he didn't do as much marketing like in terms of wanting pr and wanting to get with the the newspaper and the and the tv stations and things like that Mm -hmm. and i had a love from that from the beginning um uh for 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 various reasons and it, it was when social media came along, it was fascinating because back in the day, we'd we'd work on like a we'd work on a, a newspaper ad or a Yellow Pages ad or a radio ad. You'd spend you'd spend weeks on that working with the rep who would come into the pharmacy, <clears throat> and you would do it and you'd throw it out there, but there'd be nothing nothing in return coming back. Mm-hmm. And so, so it was fascinating to think that I could actually uh, speak to people outside of the pharmacy and get, and get input back. So that was really fascinating about, um, that was really fascinating about social media. The other thing that is, is really cool to me about social media was just that we're living in a, we're living in a time right now. And Richard, you and I are doing it right now where it's unbelievable that there's no middleman between us saying that this show, this this conversation we're having right now could could not you know blow up the world you know mm-hmm. uh, maybe it'll at least maybe it'll at least blow up one pharmacist's mind but yeah. in theory it could blow up it could blow up the world and to think that we don't have to go through the big three stations to do this and don't have to go don't have to get permission from uh, you know a, a radio host to do this and those kind of things is just fascinating and so just just that that middleman is gone, is, is fascinating. So those are the things that I think got me in love with social media. Then there's a whole other issue of, I guess, more of the mechanics of, you know, what social media has done for, for us.
0: What about your pharmacy? Do do you guys have any sort of integration um, with social media in terms of uh, with your patients and things like that? Or, um, how are you using social media in your pharmacy I guess to uh, grow revenue or grow business or, or or provide any care
1: yeah the the, the social media um, the social media for our pharmacy um, so we're we're involved I'm involved with all the all the different channels so whether it's Twitter or Facebook or um, you know Instagram and Google Plus, and not not probably so much on um, um, Snapchat. I've I've gone through some different phases of of social media. I was a pretty early adapter of adopter, adapter of social media, um, and Facebook has definitely been our biggest one. And part of that has to do with our demographic. We we spent a lot of money on Facebook. More so than we haven't really touched any other of the social medias with advertising because they do a Facebook does a real, a real good, a real simple job with advertising. Um So, yeah, so so Facebook has been our has been our main thing to yeah. cut that one short. Facebook has been our main thing.
0: Yeah, gotcha. And uh, so I'm sure you've heard um, about the uh, big news that a couple of weeks ago, if not a month ago or so, about uh, Amazon acquiring Whole Foods. Uh, personally, I think that it was I, I think I it's crazy. I have a tweet that I think I put out like a couple of weeks prior saying that, you know, I'm doing a lot of things to prepare for the Amazon uh, entrance into the pharmacy market. And little did I know that they had the crazy plan of acquiring a large, um, you know, uh, grocery market. And uh, I wanted to see what your take is on that. I wanted to see what what your thoughts are. Being an, an owner of an independent pharmacy, um, what are your thoughts on Amazon acquiring Whole Foods?
1: I, I guess I'm glad where I am at my career at being 50 and. I can stick around for a while or I can see my way out in a while. Mm-hmm. But um, Amazon is certainly, is, is certainly, I mean, they're Amazon, you know, they're yeah. Amazon. And so um, some particular points about, about Amazon is, is one is a couple of things. Amazon has that Amazon has that, for example, mail order places didn't have, I mean, If you're a typical mail-order place, most people jumped into mail-order pharmacy because they were forced to. Nobody really wanted to. Nobody really was going out searching for – I mean, a few people were trying to pick up things from Canada and so on. Mm -hmm. But mainly it was because – is because they they were forced to. Amazon though is already people's friends. I mean, they visit you every day at your house practically. Yeah, you know, and if true. they're not doing that, they're going to be visiting by, you know, uh, drones or droids or whatever within the next uh, um, couple of years. And so, I think people. I think people are you know kind of throwing themselves. Um, I, I think people are kind of throwing themselves at. At Amazon, saying, you know, treat me well, and they know Amazon's going to treat them well. Um, as far as as far as what what pharmacists can do, and that's where that's where I'm a proponent of this with social media. I talked to, I talked a, a, a little bit about um, our social media in the pharmacy. But I think my main goal with – because I don't know where independent pharmacy is going to be, and I think my main goal on social media is to become – everybody has the ability to be their own – basically their own celebrity on on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, – um, you know, Bezos is not going is not going to do. I mean, he, you know, Amazon can do that, but Bezos is not going to come in and be the local pharmacy. No, no matter how well Amazon does, Bezos is not going to come in and be the local pharmacy voice of mm-hmm. of Grand Rapids, Michigan um, pharmacy. There's, there's not. I've, I've already, I've already taken that hole. That's already mine. Yeah, you yeah, know, gotcha. And so. So that's my recommendation, you know, for everybody is is to um, is is to be that is, is to be something that um, that Amazon cannot be because I don't know what I can do as far as all I can do is focus on what what I can focus on. I I can't. I'm not even sure if I can focus on speed. I mean, if Amazon gets to the. The, the drones before is it the drones? Is that what it is? The air, the flying? Yeah, they're things? gonna they're gonna
0: start delivering by drone. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if they get to that before I do, and 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 they can talk to doctors as soon as I can, they might have a hotline to, to doctors. More, I mean, they can they might be able to do everything better. So I've got to keep saying, what can I what can I do? And one of the things I can do that every pharmacist can do, whether they're, uh, whether they own a pharmacy or they're a, um, a staff pharmacist is nobody can read, nobody can replace them. So, you know, n- nobody can replace who they are. And so I think they have to, I think every pharmacist has to, I don't know if the payoff's going to be there or not, but I think it has to be the, the, the gamble, um, and it's a cheap gamble. You don't need much more than your phone. We we mm-hmm. all are carrying our own media company in, in our hands now. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody has to really be their own um, media media star, and you've got to stand out somehow because the Amazons of the world are coming.
0: Yeah. So you, so you're saying that it's it's about building the brand uh, of of the individual pharmacist, um, their ability to. Uh, build relationships. Their ability to provide care is going to be what's going to be key to, uh, kind of separating themselves from Amazon and and allowing Amazon to still enter, but still giving themselves a place in uh, in healthcare.
1: I think so. And 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 right, you know, as I'm saying this now, to if if everybody did it, there might not be any room at all. But as we're speaking now, we know the you know the the eighty twenty rule that, or in this case, it might be. 98 two rule that the, the 2% of the people that hear this program um, are going to be, so you pick a town and you've got a uh, thousand pharmacists, you know, there might be 20 at most that are going to rise up um, and be their own, their own um, media company. Mm-hmm. And we all have different talents. I mean, if you look to me, Richard, if you look to me like right now and said, ask me a medical question, I'd say I'd say pass. I'm yeah. not joking. I mean, I've got it a little bit, yeah, but I'd say you. pass. So I'm not sure what my skills are. It might mean it might be simplifying business things or doing this or talking about, um, you know, different social media ideas. Or maybe maybe I have a maybe I have a knack of. Getting a hold of the press and breaking down stories, simplifying them or something. Mm-hmm. But someone else may not have that at all. They they might go the route of of being, you know, the technical medical answer person mm-hmm. for pretty pretty important medical things. But I think that there's room. I think there's room for 2080, but there's a ton of room for 298, which is. Probably gonna be. I mean, because this social media stuff has been around for a while, mm-hmm. and there's not too many pharmacists that have risen up and really tried to make their own, you know, media out of it. But to say that every person is a uh, a Regis Philbin or someone with the charisma of, of social media, no. But I think we can all find our own little spots in it and and make and make a dent and 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 try to be one step ahead of you know bezos when he comes in because we might we all might be looking i might you know i might be looking for a job when amazon comes in in Mm -hmm. three years but i'd rather be looking for a job with years and years of having my my mike brand around the internet than starting from scratch
0: yeah that definitely makes sense uh I can definitely see how, you know, having that ability to to showcase how passionate you are either about business or about social media um, or about pharmacy in general, um, how having that presence uh, online, which I think that nowadays, if you don't have a presence online, it's it's almost like you're almost non-existent, I would say, especially in the um, in the business world. So, I well, think you have to be
1: and I and I and I you have to be because <clears throat> I, I just wrote a little post last night and I was thinking I was thinking How do you tell if a business is still in business nowadays? Well, it's not Yellow Pages, and it used to be the website, but now I don't even go to websites because websites can be – you could have a perfectly good website for a business that went out of business three years ago. Yeah, that's true. So. So really, the 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 way to tell almost really the way to tell if something's in business is either to drive there. God forbid we have to leave our house and do that.
0: Do work, yeah.
1: (laughs) Call them. Who wants to call on the telephone? So really, the way to tell is by hopping online and seeing if you see a pulse on on Twitter or Facebook. And if you don't, you're you're almost on to the next. Yeah. To the next, you know, company.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're definitely uh, you're definitely right in that sense. So, what about the practicing pharmacist right now? Because I think that some of the listeners um, right now are currently uh, probably at a at a chain pharmacy. Uh, being an, being an owner of an independent, and you know, being you know, uh, an advocate for being uh, social media for building a brand and um, for uh, knowing that Amazon will be a player in the future. What what advice do you have for the uh, practicing community pharmacist?
1: So, if I were a community pharmacist without an ownership. <clears throat> The, the first thing I would do is is break up my uh, persona into two different um, two different persons so in other words I would have I would have my 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 family my Mike Facebook and my Mike Instagram and Mike Twitter and all those kind of things that's that's one thing I would do then I would break the other one up into some some name that would be um Similar and not a company necessarily, but but something that said, um, you know, pharmacist Mike or I'm not a I'm not a doctor of pharmacy, but Doctor Smith or mm. or something that kind of had that flair to it. Gotcha. So I would I would separate those and there's a couple reasons for that. One is so you're not you're not boring your family with medical stuff and you're not boring the medical side with with that. So I would break both of those up. For those, Instagram, or I'm sorry, um, LinkedIn is one that I would keep together. In other words, that would be my one where that's more my business account, and there you're not going to throw a whole ton of personal stuff on there, anyways. Mm -hmm. But that's where I would just have one account. So I would have. So backing up a little bit, I would have, I would have a Mike personal Facebook, and I would have a. Mike the Pharmacist um, Facebook page because mm-hmm. those are two different things. So you got a personal account and a Facebook. It's called a page. But then an Instagram, I would just have an Instagram one. I suppose your Instagram one. They do have business Instagram accounts, so I would have that. Twitter, you can have your your personal Twitter and then your and then your professional Twitter. And then LinkedIn would be would be one company that's showing who you are. And then I would I, I would keep. So, so let's forget about the social stuff. I'm not going to be here telling you how to post cat pictures. Yeah. <laughs> people have to, people have to figure that one out on their own. Um, but on the, on the professional one, then I would hit that at least once a month. I would hit that with preferably um, an original thought in my mind. Like uh, I think there are, they're not cracking down dar- down hard enough on opioids, or they are cracking down too hard on opioids. I would put a personal yeah. thought in there, show that you're willing to step out a little bit then in the um and then on the LinkedIn site, I would do the same thing. I'd be linking up with professionals. I'd be following people, commenting on them. Um, uh, d- Writing a little bit of my own stuff, but on, on that line, on, on that on that trail. So if I'm if I'm a hospital pharmacist or an independent farm or a community pharmacist with no ownership at all, I still have four or five social accounts that people know it's my professional account, and I would have something posted on there at, at least once once a month to to show that you're. To show that you're in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Well, I hope uh, I hope the listeners out there will uh, take that advice and uh, start to up their social media uh, game and and get on board with building their own brand and and be ready to take on what the uh, quote unquote Amazon's pharmacy is is going to be is going to be like in in uh, in the industry. Uh, yeah, my- and, you know,
1: and and, uh-huh. and that's not and and it sounds it sounds tougher than it is, but there's there's like there's programs out there. One that comes to mind is called Hootsuite. And um, uh, basically, you can just load up. You can load up your professional ones. So you can load up your your Facebook page, your you know Instagram, your Twitter, and so on. Down the line, Google Plus. You can load those up and come up with one thought once a month. Put it on there. Hit enter. And you're done. It's like Mm -hmm. a ten minute proposition, Um, and and now you've now you've just put some of those some of those professional seeds out there.
0: Yeah, Hootsuite is cool too. You can you can uh, uh, what you're talking about is you can link up all your accounts on there. Uh, You can post. You can make one general post, whether it's with a link or just um, just a a thought in there. And you can actually the cool thing about Hootsuite too is you can schedule it out. So you can sit on a Sunday night and make four different uh, post, And then you could schedule one to be released, um, you know, in the next every week, once a week for the next, you know, six weeks even. So, yes.
1: Um, yeah. They can. Do, I, I never do that. because I'm, I'm too excited. I like to think of one yeah, yeah. kind of like I talked about earlier. I like to think of something and, and do it and see yeah, the response yeah. and all that. Um, but you're absolutely right. You know, you can plan those out. You could do it li- like, you know, you could basically do it once a year if you had 10 or 12 thoughts or something. Yeah, on. And yeah that's true. One thing you're and you'd, you'd be done. You'd have yourself covered.
0: Yeah. Well, Mike, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to talk, uh, to talk with me here today about, uh, you know, owning an independent pharmacy and and, and social media.
1: Uh, anything, any closing thoughts that you want to leave us with? No, the only thing I would, I would um, offer is that I do, um, I do share some of these thoughts occasionally online. Uh, my my home site is uh, PharmacySocialMedia.com dot but in Twitter it's uh, pharmacy so me because of the uh, letters. But on uh, Instagram it's pharmacy uh, social media. Um, but I'll share some of these things, and I would love uh, I, I love to interact with people. So if anybody has any questions or thoughts to throw out there in the comments on those, it'd be my um, my joy to. Uh, you know, keep the conversation going. Cool. And I'll definitely link that up into
0: the podcast description. But again, thank you so much for taking the time to take this, uh, this call with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. I really hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I hope it was as insightful to you as it was to me. Please leave me a comment on Instagram or on iTunes. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Any feedback is going to be greatly appreciated. And don't forget to subscribe. And until next time, see you over the counter
1: la ba dee Pharmacy.